0: This is the Casper and Chris podcast.
1: From News Talk KBOI, Boise.
0: The Great One,
1: Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Night C, look at there.
2: You complain about it enough, it happens again. For you early morning risers. It six oh is 36 degrees in downtown Boise. As you lay in bed, as you get ready for work, maybe you're like us and you're already at work and you want to have tickets to go watch the Boise State game this coming Saturday, you have your tickets. You have your chance right now. 208-336-3700. Text the word Broncos. Uh, by the way, this is just the first of two chances that you're going to have today. We're going to give you just uh, until before seven to get those texts in, and then just like all the other times, we'll pick one person at random mm-hmm. to receive those pair of tickets for the Saturday game. By the way, if you're wondering if it's going to be uh, weather like yesterday, no, Saturday is actually supposed to be pretty good. A lot of good dose of sunshine. It's supposed to be a little cooler, which you would expect this time of year, but I consider uh, what I saw for this coming Saturday with temperatures in the uh, 50s to low 60s, football weather.
3: This is the First time uh, we've had to do any scraping of the um, window.
2: Oh, so you had some frost at your house, even though it's 36 bit, yeah. in downtown Boise.
3: We don't park in the garage because, you know, that's our storage unit. Uh, but we, <laughs> we, you know, we park out in front of the garage. And,
2: uh, yeah, it was a little frosty. A little frosty this morning. Just a bit. Temperatures are supposed to continue uh, to drop as we go into the weekend. Overnight lows expected Friday night into Saturday morning expected to be about 28. So, mm. Going to be uh, definitely cold I've, over I've, the next couple of days. I vote no. Snow in the uh, mountain areas above fifty five hundred feet happened uh, yesterday. McCall got a little bit of a dusting. I have a brother and sister in law who live up in uh, Dillon, Montana. Woke up to about eight inches of snow yesterday. Wow!
3: So and it was a it was a big news day as well. Yeah, a lot of we, stuff happening. Yesterday. We, we we have a speaker of the house. It is the Mike Johnson.
4: Who? exactly mike
3: johnson of louisiana who he is a republican so they got that done (laughs) uh yeah and finally all the republicans voted for one person all the democrats voted for another person and the republicans won because there were more of them mm -hmm. and then that's kind of the way they assumed all the votes were going to go but this is the first time it did received 220 votes yesterday from republicans exactly So uh, business can
2: uh, start to get underway again in the House. We are, uh, let's see, that's 26. So we're less than three weeks away from the government shutting down again. So we'll see if um, the last month was wasted time or or if they can actually come to an agreement now. Somebody
3: referred to him yesterday as, uh, uh, I don't know why they didn't just vote for Jim Jordan. They said Mike Johnson is just Jim Jordan that nobody knows about.
2: I think that's the exact reason why
3: (laughs) he got through. Because he was uh, less well-known.
2: Yeah, I, I think that the fact that nobody knew who he was, and that was kind of what the joke I was mm-hmm. making when I go, who um, is that he has some of this exact same beliefs right. of Jim Jordan. He's not a middle-of-the-roader at all. No, he is far... Matter of fact, you know what his nickname is? Uh, no. Mega Mike Johnson. Mega Mike? Mega Mike oh, Johnson is M-A-G-A. his nickname. okay.
3: Yeah. I thought maybe he was really big. Mega, no, Mega no. Mike. No, Mega, Mega Mike,
2: Mike. Okay. Johnson is his nickname. Um. And I, I, you know, when I started to look a little bit into uh, who he was, his beliefs, and I, I said the same thing. I go, this is—he has his exact same beliefs as Jim Jordan. It's just that Jim Jordan, you know, public face. He—he's the head of the Judiciary Committee, so you see him all the time, and he is right. always good for a, a soundbite. Soundbite for you know, so everybody knows, and he's very uh, how dire- do you how do you put it direct. Well, yeah, <laughs> divisive, I was going to say, because some people absolutely love him and some sure. people absolutely hate
3: him. When you're very direct, that's kind of the way people are about you.
2: Um, Congressman Russ Fulcher talked about this yesterday with Nate Well We'll hear some of his thoughts on the speaker race on Mike Johnson uh, coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, if you want to hear the whole interview, he was on for almost uh, 45 minutes with Nate yesterday, you can go to KBOI.com, click on the podcast. Um, but I I, f- I firmly believe that, the reason you didn't see the push, you know, especially from Americans necessarily calling up their Congress and saying, you can't vote for this guy because they didn't know who the hell he was or what he stood for. And, as Congressman Russ Fulcher said, um, he's amicable? Amicable? Amicable. He he, he hasn't pissed anybody off yet.
3: (laughs) But he seems to be uh, genuinely um, conservative, which is, I think, what, most of the Republicans were looking for, not all probably, but uh, well, they, I know, all, they all voted for him. I know
2: eight Republicans were looking for it. Yeah, true. A- and with what happened, um, I think you can now say officially,
3: Matt Gates won. Well, I don't know that he won, but he got what he he got what he was after. He
2: got what he wanted. He won. He he got Kevin McCarthy out
3: of there, mm-hmm. and
2: he got a ultra conservative to be in charge
3: of the speaker. There you go. Ship. One that probably will not. Uh, uh, knuckle under to anything the other side wants, necessarily. Yeah, we Will negotiate, but won't knuckle under. That's kind of what Gates was looking for.
2: Your thoughts, if you want to weigh in this morning, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Uh, other news happening overnight, another mass shooting.
3: Mm, this one, a bad one.
2: Another mass shooting, and they haven't caught the shooter as of yet.
3: Three different locations in Lewiston, Maine. Apparently one was like a Walmart distribution center, and there was a bar and a bowling alley, and uh, at least what you said, twenty-two people killed. the The early report said sixteen, and then they figured out there was a third location. Yeah, and uh, so the twenty-two dead, and they said fifty to sixty are injured. They didn't say how many of them were shot, or you know how many, uh, you know, injured themselves trying to get away. That always happens. But fifty to sixty injured, twenty-two dead, and they they don't they don't have custody of them yet.
2: No. They have named the person of of interest yeah. in the uh, deadly shooting as of right now. Uh, people are being told to uh, shelter in 40, place.
3: Forty year old former army sergeant who uh, who mentally ill, but he but he teaches people how to use uh, firearms. He's an instructor
2: and spent time in a mental illness facility this summer.
3: And uh, apparently, rightly so,
2: has also made threats that he wanted to shoot up. Places earlier this year.
3: And yet, and yet,
2: here he is. Yeah, able to do so. So we'll talk about uh, that this morning. Also, UAW ended uh, yeah. their strike with Ford yesterday. I have some thoughts on this too um, this morning. Uh, I will just say this before I give you my thoughts as to where I'm going on this, and I want you to think about it. Had UAW only Struck Ford to begin with. Would this have been over a month ago? I'm gonna, I'm just going to say it because I have a I have a theory uh, on why this took so long, and part of that theory is going to go into the fact now that Ford has already come to an agreement. I will predict that the other big two, Stellantis and GM, will make their agreement in under ten days. Okay. So, and I'll tell you why I think that, and I, I want to get your input uh, on. The fact that it was all big three is the reason why this took so long, um, and if it had only been one at a time that they went after, that it probably could have done been done very quickly. And uh, we'll get to that too. Um, let me see. Am I, am I am I missing anything as of yet? Oh yes, and of course, Donald Trump um, was fined uh, ten thousand dollars yesterday in his court case, uh, and it, once again, this is going to go under the heading of. Uh, it seems very strange. Um, in this gag order, this was the case by
3: the way, if you 're having trouble keeping track, this is the case that 's going on in you know, the in new york it was weird he He was fined ten thousand dollars for talking about uh, the clerk apparently this no, is well was, the, the judge thought he was talking about the clerk
2: under oath, he said he was not talking about the clerk, and the judge says well i, well, I don 't believe I don't, you i don 't believe you yeah." And the only person under oath, of course, and then, was
3: Donald Trump. But then he went outside into the hallway, and there were a few cameras running, and he told them that the whole case had been thrown out, which it hasn't. No.
2: Um, so once again, uh, under the, the guise of freedom of speech, why doesn't he have a chance to say this? And I'm not the only one saying this now. Um, somebody who hates Trump also now is saying that. The ALCU is saying you know, this This is a First Amendment right that we're having a problem with with Trump. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about that in court cases coming up. Plus, phone lines are open, as I mentioned. It's time for our first check on what's going on with sports this morning. Once again, it is brought to you by Pork Belly and Cunha, place to go if you want breakfast or lunch. And don't forget, you love breakfast, not so much lunch. You can get breakfast the entire time they are open all the way up until 2 o'clock. They'll open up here in about 45 minutes.
3: Senior goalkeeper Genevieve Crenshaw has been named the Ford Boise State Student Athlete of the Week for the week ending October 24th. Crenshaw led the Broncos to wins over Nevada and Nevada-Las Vegas, saving seven shots and allowing only one goal over the two games. In both games, she played the full 90 minutes. With a shutout of Nevada-Las Vegas, Crenshaw now has a Boise State record 19 shutouts in her career. The Broncos' current 8-1-1 record in conference is the best at this point of the season in Boise State history. Crenshaw was also named the Mountain West Defensive Player of the Week for the second time this season. The Broncos play tonight at 7 against Utah State at the Boaz Soccer Complex in Boise. In midweek college football, Wednesday, Jacksonville State beat Florida International 41-16, and Texas El Paso got by Sam Houston State 37-34 on a 32-yard Buzz Flabiano field goal with four seconds left in the game. There are two games tonight. Syracuse meets Virginia Tech on ESPN, and Georgia State plays at Georgia Southern both games kick off at
1: 5:30 that's sports
0: for your Google Play simply say hey google play 670
1: KBOI now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton this is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI
5: a federal source tells me this is a worst-case scenario involving a highly skilled gunman who is irrational. The person of interest, Robert Card, is a firearms expert and Army reservist with a history of mental illness, recently telling officials that he was hearing voices and threatening to attack a National Guard base in Seiko, Maine. He was committed to a mental health facility for two weeks this past summer. There are hundreds of federal and state law enforcement descending on the scene in a massive dragnet. I'm told the FBI, U.S. Marshals, ATF and Secret Service will offer resources as well. The FBI has dozens of agents helping to process the crime scene and who are assisting with the victims. The FBI is also helping in the manhunt, which involves helicopters and other aircraft and setting up various road checkpoints as part of an intensive effort to try to keep this person from escaping the area. It's an ongoing
2: uh, story that we'll be following throughout the morning. Um, they have named, as you heard, the person of interest and has not been fo- uh, found as of yet. Still looking. Massive manhunt underway. People in the area being told to shelter in place. Schools have been canceled. Uh, people uh, have been told not to go to work
3: today. Mm. You, don't, you don't hear this kind of thing very often. I mean, you, most of the mass shootings... Uh, the individual either kills himself or is killed by police or immediately taken into custody. And it's rare that somebody just disappears.
2: It'll be interesting to see in uh, what happens in this particular case once this person is cornered, because it sounds like he's not necessarily what you would call mentally stable obviously if somebody is is doing a mass shooting pretty much right there that tells you they're not mentally stable yeah kind of does um but i i don't know what this is is going to happen once they do figure out where he is at and are able to uh, corner him will will he turn himself over will it be a, a firefight
3: between him and the police Well, I mean, or will he
2: kill himself? I mean, there's a lot of different ways. Since
3: uh, you know, since he ran to begin with, uh, first of all, it makes me think he's not completely out of his mind because he's trying to get away from the police so as probably not to be shot and killed, right? Or, or maybe he's looking for other places to shoot up. That was my other thing. Either (laughs) that, or he's got unfinished business yet and uh, still has a plan for today. I hope that's not the case. We'll keep
2: you updated throughout the morning. So keep it right here, two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon Wireless. Those are just uh, some of the stories that we are following along with here this morning. Once again, we're also for those of you who are up listening already this morning. If you want to go to the Boise State Wyoming game coming up this weekend, uh, Boise State by the way, by the way, four and a half point favorites with a three and four record against a five and two team.
3: <laughs> I guess the blue turf is a. Uh... A big deterrent.
2: The uh, good news for Boise State, it, it sounds like they are getting a lot of players who have been out injured uh, back. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Kalani is going to be back. Derek Schramm is going to be back. The entire offensive line, um, who have not played together since training camp, fall camp, is all healthy. That's all good news. Yeah. That can do nothing but help. So um, we also heard uh, earlier this week that. For those of you who hate the two-quarterback system, it's not going away. (laughs) They plan on using the two-quarterback system. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, when it comes to the opponent, it's not necessarily a bad thing even to announce it, even if you're not going to use it that much, because then they have to practice to prepare for both quarterbacks who are completely different from each other.
3: And like everything else in football, when you win, it was a brilliant idea. And when you lose... (laughs) Exactly. You need to be fired and benched.
2: Anyway, your chance to win those tickets, don't forget, Bronco, 208-336-3700. You've got about another 30 minutes or so to get that text in. We'll choose one at random, and you'll get a free pair of tickets from News Talk KBOI. The Great One, Mark Levin,
1: tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. The United Auto Workers Union and Ford have a tentative agreement that would include a 25% pay increase over the four-year length of the deal, plus cost of living raises. Top-of-scale workers would make $40 an hour by the end of the contract. Lowest paid workers would get a raise of over 150%. When talks started, Ford was offering 9% pay raises. The deal still has to be approved by Ford's 57,000 union members. If approved, it could pave the way for agreements with workers at the other two automakers who are on strike at GM and Stellantis. Alex Stone, EBC News.
2: What? They still have to work a full week? Five days? 40 hours?
3: I like that uh, thesis. Uh, they've agreed to a 150% raise. Uh, Ford had originally offered 9%. <laughs> well, that's a bit of a difference, isn't it? Um, it, it, I, I'd like to see what it comes
2: out, um, where the 150% comes from, because all the reporting I've seen is a 25% pay raise over four years. So I don't know if
3: that includes everything that is within the deal. Do you get 25% each year for four years? No, over four years. Oh, that doesn't sound like 150%. No. So
2: um, workers will start to get paid if this is ratified. Twenty eight dollars per hour. Well, yeah, I was
3: going to say they they did say though that the the lowest paid workers would get the hundred and fifty percent raise.
2: Maybe that's what maybe that's what it is, because uh, a twenty if you're getting paid twenty eight dollars an hour, you know, or if you're getting paid say twenty I think the average pay was yeah. you know eighteen nineteen something like that dollars per hour and that includes starting workers and everybody who has been there for a while, um, pay raise at 150% would be way above. Well,
3: if you're, if you're making 28 20, bucks an hour and 20%. you get a 150% raise, you're making 70 bucks yeah. an hour. I uh,
2: just want to see what you think about this. Uh, and this is part of the reason why I say this strike is going to be over with the other big two in, within two weeks. Um, and I think... Part of the reason why this went on so long, it's twofold. Number one, the UAW had a billion dollars to pay their workers who were on strike. So even though they weren't getting paid to work, they were getting paid so that they could still continue to getting, live, pay their bills. Basically and wouldn't, compensated yeah, for the strike. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was one thing that, that allows a strike to go on further. The other thing is that since all three were taking part, Ford, by the way, is the biggest maker of some of the highest profit vehicles the f-150 they have the biggest market share of pickup trucks they also have the ford expedition um and if they had just struck ford to begin with do you think this would have been over quickly and the only reason i say that is because of the fact that all big three were being striked and nobody was making any vehicles or the, the vehicles were cut way back nobody was losing market share if they had just struck ford and ford sat there and go well crap we can't lose all this market share that we've built up over decades because we aren't allowed to make vehicles, so we got to come to an agreement much quicker. Thoughts?
3: <laughs> You're probably right.
2: You can weigh in. Uh, email us, Chris at KBY.com, Mike at KBY.com. Let's get a uh, check out what's going on with sports. Once again, brought to you by Pork Belly and CUNA. They're open for breakfast in 15 minutes. Don't forget to drive through. You can get through if you don't want to get out of your vehicle, but still you need your energy drink
3: or your coffee. The coffee drive-through is open at 7 also. The Boise State Women's Volleyball team plays tonight at Wyoming. Match time is 6:30. The Broncos are 11 and 9 overall and 7 and 3 in the Mountain West. Wyoming is 15 and 6 overall, but only 4 and 6 in conference. All their losses have been in conference. Boise State currently is tied with New Mexico for second place in the league standings. Utah State is first at 9 and 1. Saturday at noon the Broncos play at Colorado State. Boise State has won 9 of its last 12 and is coming off a split last week losing to San Diego State and defeating Nevada Las Vegas. There were 12 NBA games Wednesday. It was opening night for all 24 teams involved. Rookie number 1 draft pick Victor Wambanyama scored 15 points in his debut for the Spurs, but Dallas outlasted San Antonio 126-119. Luka Doncic of the Mavericks had a triple-double with 33 points, 14 rebounds, and 10 assists in the victory. In other games, Sacramento beat the Jazz in Salt Lake City 130-114, And Portland lost to the Clippers in Los Angeles, 123-111. There are two games tonight. Philadelphia plays at Milwaukee at 5.30. And Phoenix travels to Los Angeles to meet the Lakers at 8. Both games are on
1: TNT. That's sports. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI
0: conservative views, and led efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election results. He's earned the support of former President Trump, who is taking credit for Johnson's win. Congressman Matt Gaetz nicknaming him MAGA Mike Johnson.
1: If, if you don't think that moving from Kevin McCarthy to MAGA Mike Johnson shows the ascendance of this movement and where the power in the Republican Party truly lies, uh, then, then you're not paying attention
2: that gates almost sounds giddy doesn't he quite a bit
1: actually yeah
2: so we have a new speaker of the house by the way uh, we got to watch this because it happened just after the show was over yesterday Uh, they're about halfway through and by that point in all the previous votes there had been at least four or five others who had voted and and they got about halfway through the voting and it's like I I, he's gonna make it we're not nobody has voted other as of yet Mm -hmm. and not one person voted other yesterday 220 votes for speaker of the house he needed 217 so we have a new speaker of the house his name once again since you've probably never heard it before mike johnson congressman russ fulcher was uh, on with nate showman yesterday He's uh, been a part of this whole sausage making exercise i say that because you know that's common statement. There's two things you don't want to watch is sausage being made and uh, laws being made. In this particular instance um, even though it's never happened before uh, you don't want to see a a speaker chosen after the previous one was uh, ousted. And since a lot of people don't know who Mike Johnson is, Congressman Fulcher who uh, has worked with him, does know who he is, um, was on with Nate Shulman yesterday and described
6: who Mike Johnson is. Mike Johnson is somebody in the Republican caucus who has not made anybody mad yet. Uh, and that's a good thing for this group because uh, the previous four have made somebody mad along the way. Now, as soon as Mike gets a chance to engage Nate, he's, he's probably going to make a few people mad. And uh, so the opinions might change. But right now, you know what, uh, if, if you kind of think of, a Mister Rogers of Congress. That's kind of Mike, and uh, he's he's a good guy. Uh, he's a very uh, very amenable guy, very non controversial guy, and and right now he's our new speaker. And you know what? I think he's
3: going to do just fine. He's non controversial if you're conservative.
2: Well, I, I, and if you don't know who the hell he is, <laughs> if you don't know anything about him, uh, I find it I find it interesting in that, you know, he hasn't pissed anybody off yet. What? why do you think you would make a good speaker of the house? Well, yeah. I, well I haven't pissed anybody off.
3: <laughs> All right, that's 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 good.
2: Uh, we'll put you up for a vote.
3: Um good. We were looking for uh, you know, a uh some sort of politician that could make everybody happy. Uh Congressman You're the first one we ever found.
2: Fulcher also went on to give his uh, opinion on whether he thinks that uh Mike Johnson is strong enough do the job as Speaker, because, I mean, even though you, you hear in, in that description of who he is, that he's kind of, you know, the Mr. Rogers of the House of Representatives, mm-hmm. you still have to have some strength if you're going to lead the party, the majority party as Speaker of the House, and well, he gives you know, his he's, opinion.
3: He's going to be surrounded by, like, you know, Mr. McFeely and <laughs> Chef Brockett and Lady Lady <laughs> Elaine, and all those people are going to help.
2: He gave his opinion on whether or not he thinks he's strong enough to do the job.
6: I think so, but you know I think also, I would just add, I think Speaker of the House is probably the probably the ugliest job in politics right now. It, it used to be kind of an administrative type of role. They just directed traffic of uh, the activities of the House, and now it's, it's turned into this political uh, this highly politicized uh, office and um, uh, i think that's one of the reasons why we wound up coalescing around mike because he really doesn't bring a whole lot of controversy there's not a lot of emotion there i mean there, uh, he's he's been around for a while and uh, he's he's liked by everybody he seems to get along well with everybody and the, the leadership style i think is going to he's just going to have to be like anything else he's going to have to grow into it but, but he's going to take that job back more towards the administrative role that it used to be, and you're going to see the chairman and other leaders across the entire body pick up a lot of the uh, decision-making.
2: And finally, uh, Congressman Fulster talks about the ugliness that we have watched over the past three weeks in the process of trying to come to a decision from the uh, beginning of kicking McCarthy out of the speakership picking three different speakers and um, voting them forward to finally picking Mike Johnson yesterday.
6: Hopefully, the process taught all of us that vacating the chair is uh, is, is not typically a good idea. It's never happened in history, ever. And, uh, and and we pulled that trigger, I think it was October 3rd, and it's taken this long to get the wheels back on the bus. And, uh, it's the dynamic I was trying to explain earlier. You put, you know, 200 plus, uh, leaders in a conference room and, and tell them to go select a leader out of the leaders and, and, uh, you get what you got. Everybody's got a, a, um, uh, uh, uh a resume of making somebody else mad along the way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so people take that personal and it just has been a really bad dynamic. I, I think the, Hopefully we've learned not to just do that if there's other ways to deal with issues internally. And, uh, honestly, I've known Mike a long time. Um, he, he is not one of those people that I or anybody else would have picked as uh, the likely successor to Kevin McCarthy. But, um, in, under the circumstances, he might just be the right one. There's not a lot of baggage. There's not a lot of controversy. And he he promised internally in the conference meetings that uh, the whole the whole mission was uh, to empower each and every member and each and every chairman and and that's where most of the decisions are going to be made. But uh, uh, yet to be seen how he's gonna how he's going to uh, to meet the challenges. But uh, so far, I think he's he's going to be a, a real good pick.
2: Once again, that is Congressman Russ Fulcher who was on with Nate Shellman yesterday afternoon. Those are just a couple of the highlights of that interview. If you want to hear the whole thing, it's available on our podcasts, just go to KBOI.com, click on the podcast and go to the Nate Showman podcast and you can hear the whole interview with Congressman Russ Fulcher.
3: I'm impressed that, you know, he was elected clear back yesterday and hasn't resigned yet.
2: <laughs> or been forced out. Yeah. Um your thoughts. I mean we don't I guess the proof will be in the pudding once uh they get back to work and We'll see how he handles the speaker's role. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. You can uh, email us if you'd like to weigh in on your thoughts on the pick for uh, speaker yesterday. You can uh, email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com, or you can text us. Speaking of texts, by the way, um, for those of you who tried to get the Boise State tickets, I have texted the winner. So if you texted us, check your texts. I need your name, address, and other things like that so we can make sure and uh, get those tickets to you. Uh, by the way, still on the way for you this morning, while the GOP speaker was being elected yesterday, a Democrat congressman was being charged with a crime. And it's probably not the one you were expecting to be charged. We'll give you the details on that coming up also. Right now, let's get to check on what's going on with sports once again this morning. It's brought to you by Pork Valley and Kino. They are open for breakfast! And man, if you want to start your day off on the right foot, highly suggest you get in either the biscuits and gravy, which are fantastic, or you can get the biscuits and gravy and chicken fried steak, which would be like three meals in one, but it's
3: fantastic at Pork Belly
2: in downtown CUNO.
3: In the NFL, Colts owner Jim Ursay has proposed a new rule, making all calls by the officials reviewable in the final two minutes of a game. According to Ursay, the NFL admitted this week that the officiating crew botched two key calls that both went against the Colts in the final 50 seconds of the Indianapolis 39-38 loss to Cleveland. In football, bad calls happen every week, and you don't normally hear NFL owners complain about them. That's because the NFL has a chat with each team every week about various calls that were made in the previous game. And according to a longtime agreement, Those conversations are supposed to stay confidential. The last time the league reacted to a controversial call by making a rule change was in 2019 when they decided to make pass interference reviewable after a no-call on the Rams against the Saints in the 2018 NFC title game. Thursday night football uh, tonight features Tampa Bay at Buffalo. That'll be at 6 o'clock on Amazon Prime. Can I ask
2: a question? Okay. How can he complain and want to see this when you are allowed two challenges every single game. Now, if you waste your challenges, I mean, if you make a challenge and you're right, you get your challenge back. If you waste your challenges, that's on you as the coach, yeah. right? You already have your two challenges. Why do you have to review? Yeah,
3: he doesn't care. How many them.
2: hours do you think if you had to review every call for the last 2 minutes of a game, how much time would that add to a
3: A lot.
4: Yeah. He
3: that, doesn't, just, that just he, seems he stupid. Doesn't, He doesn't care. His team lost, and he wants something changed. (laughs) Senior goalkeeper Genevieve Crenshaw has been named the Ford Boise State Student Athlete of the Week for the week ending October 24th. Crenshaw led the Broncos to wins over Nevada and Nevada Las Vegas, saving seven shots and allowing only one goal over the two games. In both games, she played the full 90 minutes with the shutout of Nevada Las Vegas. Crenshaw now has a Boise State record 19 shutouts in her career. The Broncos' current 8-1-1 record in conference is the best at this point of the season in Boise State history. Crenshaw was also named the Mountain West Defensive Player of the Week for the second time this season. The Broncos play tonight at 7 against Utah State at the Boaz Soccer Complex in Boise. That's sports.
1: Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 735-208-336-3700.
2: 735-208-336-3700. You can also email us if you want. Text us. Same as our main number. Um, just curious your thoughts on the uh, new speaker elected uh, yesterday. Email in mike at com says, uh, I'm sorry, you said Matt Gates won. Correction, you meant to say Americans won. Yay, Mike Johnson. All right, there's somebody that's happy about it. David, uh, listening online in california what do you think Absolutely. of the new speaker
7: well it, it, the first thing i heard was he hates uh, social security and he also hates uh, medicare so think with the stroke of a pen he could really damage or kill millions of people
2: actually no he, he can't pen. he can't do that himself no
7: Wait, you introduce some bills right now? Those lazy SOBs for the solid year have not put together a budget. And now they're talking about shutting government off. That's what their job is. They're getting 10,000 a week or whatever they get. And, uh, and they have not done their job. Their job is to write a budget for America. They didn't do it for all this many months. Now they're screwing around with a guy that hates social security and Medicare. And, uh, and, and he's basically like one of these bigots that says, no, they can't use our drinking fountain. No, they can't use our sidewalk. No. And it's, it's like tax taxation with representation means that we all chip in on April 15th to buy something nice for America like a drinking fountain or a hospital system or a, uh, any number wonderful inventions. And these rats are talking about turning that all off. You know how expensive it is to turn off or turn on or turn off or turn on a building is, much less a county? Crazy. and And they pretend that they're conservatives. They, they pretend they're Christians. They're don't. they they're just liars. And, uh, and they're, they're talking about turning government off. Now, would the Klan like to do that? They hate America mo- enough that they would bring America into darkness. Uh, would the Nazis? They've hated America. Uh, uh, who's sabotaging America this week? And it looks like a pack of organized crime Nazi Klaners.
2: Okay. Um, obvious to see why you live in California. Please keep it that way. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it.
0: Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700,
2: pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Don't forget, uh, already giving away one pair of our tickets this morning. We have two pairs. Of tickets to the Boise State Broncos. Ruben uh, Via Pando. I'm sorry if I got your name right. Via Lepando. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce your last name, but Ruben is uh, once again the winner listening in Boise and got the first pair of tickets. We'll have another pair coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Be ready to text and win to 208 336 3700. Then later this morning, that's not all the winning. We've got another pair of Jason Mraz tickets. They go on sale tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. You can win them. Before you buy them, those are still coming up this morning, and that will be happening in the 9 o'clock hour. While the votes for the new Speaker of the House was happening uh, yesterday, another congressman uh, was being charged uh, criminally. Representative Jamal Bowman, you might remember him. He's been criminally charged for pulling the fire alarm during a House vote that would have avoided the government shutdown The uh, New York Democrat called allegations uh, it was deliberate, complete BS, and claimed he thought he was just opening a door. Capitol Police have referred him to prosecutors who have hit him with one misdemeanor count and ordered him to appear in court. The uh, September 30th incident took place in Cannon House office building and sparked calls from Republicans for him to be expelled from Congress. The charge was for willfully and knowingly giving a false alarm fire in violation of D.C. code. And uh, the Democrat was ordered to appear in court for arraignment today. He has said he will pay the $1,000 fine and issue a formal apology to the Capitol Police in exchange to have the charges dropped. Said, quoting here, I am responsible for activating a fire alarm. I will be paying the fine issued and look forward to these charges being ultimately dropped. He said in a statement, Bowman, a former high school principal. Who should know better? Uh, said he had pulled the alarm <laughs> trying to open a door in a rush to get to a vote. Why
3: would a high school principal know anything about fire alarms? <laughs>
2: yeah, I have no clue. But the incident came as Democrats were trying to delay a vote on a bill to extend the government funding deadline and avert a government shutdown. He said, quoting once again, I thought the alarm would open the door. I was rushing to make a vote, I was trying to get through the door. Representative Brian Steele, chair of the House Administration Committee, said of the charge, Bowman's excuse does not pass the sniff test. After pulling the fire alarm, Representative Bowman was seen on video fleeing the scene, passed by multiple Capitol Police officers, and had every opportunity to alert USCP of his mistake.
3: You know, I, I've, I, I know there are doors uh, that if you open them will set off an alarm, but I don't know how many alarms you pull that will unlock a door.
2: I also don't know how many of Although,
3: these. Probably not a bad idea.
2: So-called doors that have this butt where you pull the lever to have the door open say right on it, pull in case of fire. Nowhere on it did it say pull in case you want the door open. Emergency door opening, it said, pull in case of fire, just like all fire alarms do.
3: Just like fire alarms, I'm sure, said in the high school that he was the principal. Of. Pull in case you want the Speaker of the House fired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I misunderstood again.
2: It will be interesting to see, because like I said, he said he'd be willing to pay the $1,000 fine, issue a formal apology uh, as long as the charges are dropped. It w- Wouldn't it be interesting uh, that you see this misdemeanor? And he ends up getting charged worse than Sidney Powell and Jenna Ellis, who have uh, said that mm-hmm. <laughs> said that they well, have made I mean, their plea deals. If you're and, the
3: if you're the only one who did something, how are you supposed to like you know, narc on everybody else? Yeah.
2: <laughs> they made me do. It. Tell you what, I'll turn in some other Democrats that made me do this. If you just uh, you know give me a slap on the wrist, I'll pay the fine and then take it off my record. I don't know if it'll be taken off the record. He's supposed to appear in, port, in court later today, so we should know more.
0: Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now
1: back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI. 807 208
2: 336 3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, there you go. You should be texting right now. This will be our final. Pair of tickets that we're giving away this morning gave away a pair uh, in the six o'clock hour you'll have up until nine o'clock to text the word broncos to 208-336-3700
1: locals in and around lewiston maine are on edge after at least 16 people were killed in a mass shooting wednesday and the person of interest is still at large
7: i believe it i know it's real it's just
1: i don't want to believe it you know I mean, see and people killed like that especially children you know That's Conrad Child speaking, as many in the area are being advised to shelter in place as authorities search for 40-year-old Robert Card, a firearms instructor who was committed to a mental health facility over the summer after he reported hearing voices. He also threatened to shoot up a marine facility. Wednesday's shootings took place in a bowling alley and in a restaurant. Zoe Hutchinson was in the bowling alley with her mother. She says she was grazed in the leg by a bullet.
4: I didn't know until I saw the bleeding. And then after that, of course, I noticed it and I felt a little bit of the pain. But, like, I wasn't worried about that. I was more worried about, like, am I going to live? Am I going to make it out of here?
1: Brian
2: Clark, ABC News. It's interesting. Uh, that that update just came through uh, a few minutes ago, still saying 16. But we have heard as many as 22 people mm-hmm. have been killed by the gunman. So now I, do, I, I don't know if it's because they haven't confirmed The others, uh, but we're hearing varying reports that it's 16, and and we're watching CNN. Sources say at least 16 uh, in main shootings killed. So I I don't know if it's 16 or 22 now.
3: Last night, right after it happened, it just seemed like within about 30 minutes, the uh, police there in Lewiston were saying that at least 16 had been killed. And then within about an hour, somebody upped it to 22. And after that, all evening until I went to bed, all I saw was 22, and I get up this morning, and some of them say twenty-two, and some say sixteen. Yeah, so I don't, I don't
2: know what the discrepancy is as far as the uh, numbers. We will continue to uh, keep you updated. Um, the surprising part about this is that the person still has not been found. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I mean, it's surprising to me based on how many people are looking for.
3: Him. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, it's, it's. Uh, I don't know I don't know how many places there are to hide in that area of yeah. Maine.
2: Well, and here's the other thing that could be problematic because it takes a little while to get it as you had mentioned earlier, you know, Boston police are there. They they've called in police uh, and F- law enforcement from yeah. all around the FBI area from everywhere. Yeah, to try and c- cordon off the area to make sure that he isn't able to get out of that area. And it takes a while to do that. There's a real possibility that he may have already escaped from the area, and the place that they're looking at, that could be why they haven't found him as of yet.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's probably a matter of time since they do know who he is. They they have pictures of him. They know who he is, yeah. You can't just hide in plain sight.
2: 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you uh, want to weigh in on that this morning, uh, please go ahead and email us also. Chris at KBOI.com. Mike at KBOI.com. Uh, Not Surprised writes in in response to the rambling California you had earlier on the air this morning. Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid are Marxist social programs that have been improperly managed since the inception and are collapsing under the weight of the government incompetence. My generation won't be seeing any of these anyway, considering how badly our government has screwed over people in just the last 10 years between ACA, raising medical costs, and COVID response. I can't blame folks as much for using those programs, Americans need to become self-reliant again.
3: Frank uh, writes in and says, is it just me or does it always seem to be a scare tactic? Every time they want more money for the budget or a new speaker is appointed, the first thing that comes up is they are going to cut Social Security (laughs) and Medicare. That always seems to be the first thing the liberals bring up. Nobody ever seems to bring up, OMG, they are going to cut welfare or food stamps. Well, welfare and food stamps, I think, fall under uh social security department now for the most part uh let's see lisa boyce says it was cute that you thought it would be funny to be rude to the caller from california but he wasn't wrong when the members of the ku klux klan neo-nazis white supremacists and christian nationalists vote do they vote democrat or republican they all vote republican should you be judged by the company you keep maybe that's fair maybe it's not it definitely doesn't mean that all Republicans are KKK members or neo Nazis, not by a long shot. But it should make you stop and wonder why it is that you, if you are a Republican, have the same political preferences as the KKK and neo Nazis. Wow, so, maybe a n- another country heard from.
2: Yeah, no, another award-winning uh, idiot email this morning.
3: Billy Jean King, if that is your real name, <laughs> says Mike Johnson, Republican Louisiana, wrote in the past several editorials. Same-sex marriage would lead to people marrying their pets. Wanted to sentence abortion doctors to hard labor. Moderate no, nutcase yes.
2: I know boy writes in regarding the Mr. I don't know what a far fire alarm looks like Bowman. What an arrogant, I can't say that word. Um, While well, he most likely will get just a slap on the wrist because of uh, judicial corruption, the uh, territory to public expect to have... Charges dropped after he dropped some pocket change for a corrupt politician. $1,000 is nothing to the court shows how arrogant and privileged our leaders have become. Throw the book at him. It would only be fair. You you know, based based on what, you know, the charges or the uh, punishment in pleading guilty of the uh, people that have basically accepted plea deals against Trump, it really wouldn't be fair. I, I mean, this is much less than the charges that Sidney Powell, um, Jenna Ellis, and the other two in this case, I mean, I mean the, the, the cases go away after they serve their time, if, as long as they keep their nose clean. Uh, in my opinion, I think what this guy did was wrong, but I don't think he should get more punishment than um, Sidney Powell, Jenna Jameson, or, or any of those that have pled guilty of basically of ha- saying, oh, you did nothing wrong. Plead guilty, and we'll make it so nothing happened. You'll pay a fine, and after four years, it's off the record, and it's like it never happened. I don't think this guy should be judged any more harsh than that. If that if that's the level, I, I, you're right. I don't think that would be fair. 208-336-3700, town 670 on your Verizon was We'll take a break. Um, we still have that $50 gift certificate. Coming up here next for our our Damn Near Impossible question, and if you're listening in right now, had not heard, we are taking your texts, Broncos, to 208-336-3700. You've got about another 45 minutes to get those in to win your free tickets to the Broncos-Wyoming game coming up this Saturday. Don't go away. Damn Near Impossible question coming up next, right after Bronco Sports today.
0: It's 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa. Enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say Alexa. Open 670 KBOI.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
2: All right, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. It's brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Wondering if it's a good time to sell your home? Want to know what your home might be worth? You can get a free market uh, analysis on what it's worth and all you have to do is call 208-888-4128 berkshire hathaway silverhawk uh, berkshire hathaway home services silverhawk realty all right joe's gonna get first crack at our question today joe we got a 50 dollars gift certificate to biscuit and hogs for you Before, before this company got into making toys and games they ran a taxi business a chain of hotels that rented rooms by the hour a vacuum cleaner company and an instant rice company what is the name of the company
7: well, my wild guess is Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> All right. is Wait, which which one, got, you which one it. are you
2: going to go with, Nintendo or Nintendo? Nintendo. All right. Nintendo is it. Nice wild guess this morning, yes. Before they became known as a uh, big maker of toys and games, they uh, had a chain of hotels that rented rooms by the hour. I wonder what they did. That must be for people that just wanted a quick nap, I bet.
3: Or just a place to shower and change. Yeah,
2: <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's what it was. Hey, congratulations, Joe. You got a $50 gift we're, certificate.
3: We're both from small towns in Idaho. To
2: Biscuit and Hogs. Hang on the line. Uh, we've got one more chance to win a free $50 gift certificate coming up for you tomorrow morning. And then don't forget tomorrow, it's one of our sweet deals that's going to be going on. We have two sweet deals. Um, but if you're going to go for both sweet deals, highly suggest that you go for the Biscuit and Hogs first because that is our second fastest sellout of sweet deals ever since we've started doing this. Under three minutes, it should go that quickly again because the food is so fantastic. And then the other sweet deal coming up tomorrow morning is McHugh Sports, $50 gift certificate for only $25. Both of those, by the way, were just a couple of months uh, away, two months away from yesterday, as a matter of fact, from Christmas. Both of those would make great Christmas gifts, so you might want to start thinking about that right now. Uh, both of them available, $50 gift certificates for only $25. Tomorrow morning, do whatever it takes to remind yourself, get in on these deals beginning at 9 sharp. Go to KBOI.com and click on the Sweet Deals link. We'll take a break. News is coming up here next. Get back to some of your phone calls and uh, emails once again this morning. Uh Still coming up for you. Uh, I'm going to tell you uh, about how Trump has been fined uh, yet again, second time in a week. Five thousand the first time, ten thousand this time. How much of, of what is being done by the judge in the New York trial goes against his personal free speech rights? The ACLU has weighed in on the gag orders. Might be surprised. We'll tell you about that and more all on the way.
1: Ben Shapiro this afternoon at one. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and
5: local on News Talk, KBOI. A federal source tells me this is a worst-case scenario involving a highly-skilled gunman who is irrational. The person of interest, Robert Card, is a firearms expert and Army reservist with a history of mental illness, recently telling officials that he was hearing voices and threatening to attack a National Guard base in Seiko, Maine. He was committed to a mental health facility for two weeks this past summer
2: got a lot we're talking about this morning um the police are going to be giving an update here shortly on the uh, manhunt for the person of interest in maine um as far as we know have not been
3: found as of yet they have no idea about a motive in this particular case
2: no and we're hearing conflicting reports we've seen uh, we've heard Reports of twenty two, but now we're hearing uh, that at least sixteen. So that well, even that's conflicting.
3: It, NBC changed theirs to eighteen from sixteen.
2: ABC has reported sixteen. CNN has reported sixteen. But um, they, they backed off on the twenty. Backed from off last on the twenty two. I don't know why that is. If that somebody had given a uh, wrong report earlier this morning. Um, if you want to get in on your thoughts this morning, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. we got a lot to talk about. That's one of the things we're talking about. Went away in on the uh, new speaker that was elected yesterday, unanimously by the Republicans, and uh, they all 220 votes went for the new speaker, Mike Johnson. Of course, uh, all the Democratic votes uh, went to Hakeem Jeffries. So, um, the fact that Every vote from the Republicans voted for Mike Johnson uh, meant that he could have lost four votes and, and we would have had to start over again. But that didn't happen as of yes yesterday. So everybody basically got behind Johnson. Either,
3: yeah, either they liked him or they were just tired of being laughed at from three weeks of uh, not picking up.
2: There's, a, there's another possibility.
3: A speaker of the house.
2: Nobody knew who the hell he was or what he stood for. <laughs> and kind of Congressman Russ Fulcher, who was on with Nate Showman yesterday, kind of said that he he hasn't had a, he hasn't pissed anybody off yet, and, which is amazing because Mike Johnson isn't a new representative. He, no. he's been there for a while, and the fact that he hasn't pissed anybody off that may be the most amazing thing that I, I have heard about anybody in Congress.
3: He. Um there's nothing left about him, left of center at all. He is uh, strictly on the right. He is strictly conservative uh, based on on votes and uh, statements he's made, things like that. Uh, he's actually a, a, quite a bit closer to uh, Jim Jordan than, uh, yeah. than Kevin McCarthy. I don't know. So I, I'm not even entirely sure. I guess Jim Jordan has rubbed some people the wrong way, but he and... Uh, mike johnson aren't that much different in in terms of how they vote on uh, different issues and how they speak
2: well if you want to get an idea just the fact that matt gates who is the one who initiated the uh speaker mccarthy being removed was he was
3: almost giddy in the uh drop that we heard that and he would have been very happy with jim jordan but he also was very happy with mike johnson so if you want to weigh in there,
2: that's one of the things we're talking about. Um, the other thing that, that we're talking about, in addition to those uh, two things, is there were was a, a charge yesterday. And apparently it's going to be today that the uh, representative who pulled the fire alarm, supposedly to get a little extra time for Democrats uh, in the House when it came to the uh, speaker vote, um, is going to be charged Today, He's supposed to show up in court today. Um, we've got some emails in on that this morning. Um, first one uh, says, as a child, my daughter accidentally set off the fire alarm in a library. She pushed open a door, not knowing it was avail- available for a fire exit only. The alarm went off. We remained in place and notified library staff. We didn't ha- uh, Well, we didn't have to notify them. They knew we identified ourselves, didn't run away as a congressman did. Perhaps we acted Unnaturally. I'm curious if the congressman is trying to open the door and the fire alarm goes off, why doesn't he exit through the door to get away from the fire. Um well, first of all, let me answer one of the questions for you. Um this wasn't a door that goes off because it's a fire uh, a fire door. This is a door that is regularly loose, used to enter and exit Monday through Friday. This happened to be a Saturday, so the door uh the, this particular door was uh, locked so you couldn't enter from the outside it wasn't locked from the inside i mean if he wanted to exit he could have exited from the outside and he specifically pulled a fire alarm that said pull in case of fire it didn't say pull to open door Um, it was clearly marked in the video and pictures that we've seen that said pull in case of fire so um your daughter accidentally I don't know how old your daughter was, you say, as a child um once again, child accident <laughs> adult grown up who has been voted to Congress, two different things yeah. uh, another on the uh, fire alarm, false alarms can be harmful, people hurt uh exiting quickly, fire department removing from helping in a real fire. there should be real charges. Uh, Jen, jenna ellis what did she do travel from legislative body to legislative body explaining the constitution and their legislative rights what is the actual crime name it stolen election question mark does she not have a freedom of speech regardless of how wrong uh, she might be and please educate your listeners the kkk was southern democrats Byrd was the last one i know of in congress um by the way you wanted to know what the actual charges were against ellis um, we talked about this yesterday. One felony count of aiding and abetting false statements and writings. Uh, she had uh, also charges of violating Georgia's Racketeering Influenced and Corruptions Organization Act, also known as RICO, and soliciting the violation of oath by um, public office uh, public officer, which are both uh, felonies. So everything she was charged with is, is a felony. The mm-hmm. congressman, what he is supposedly going to be charged with today— is a misdemeanor uh
3: as, as far as the KKK, kkk kkk none of them are gay no they could be uh but as far as the ku klux klan is concerned uh yeah uh bird was supposedly a kkk guy however he and uh, most of the uh, southern democrats in 1965 all switched to the republican party in 1964 the uh, Civil Rights Act was passed, and then in 1965, the Voting Rights Act was passed. And most of the Southern Democrats who had been against both both of those switched to the Republican Party because Johnson, who had passed them, was a Democrat. So it it has changed since the time you're talking about. But uh, Jim from Eagle wanted to know something similar. He says, Chris, I'm a little curious as to how the listener who texted you knows how all neo nazis kkK and white nationalists <laughs> I had vote that same question or even that they vote at all, maybe she is one of them
2: i i 'll even make a, a one more statement and i 'll say this going either way. the false equivalency of stating that Say we'll we'll give the argument. It's like, uh, all right, KKK always votes Republican. That means Republicans are KKK. That's that's just stupid.
3: She didn't say that. She clearly no. I'm talking about a false equivalency that people do use. Yeah, but she pointed out in in the letter that she didn't mean to say that all Republicans were KKK. Just that all KKK were Republicans. And that's not true either. And again, who knows?
2: Yeah, that's not that's a hundred percent not true. That's a false equivalent, a false equivalency. And who cares if they're KKK? If they're voting for things that they believe in doesn't necessarily make it bad. Right. And I, I mean that as, as you can say the same thing about Antifa voting for Democrats or KKK voting for Republicans. If there's a law and uh, KKK wants to see a Republican uh, elected to Congress, Antifa wants to see a Democrat elected to Congress, doesn't mean they're a bad person. I'm talking bad person as in the person that they're trying to elect or a law that they're trying to get passed isn't bad. Now, the KKK or Antifa member, um, they might be bad people, but you know, using that false equivalency just so that you can say, hey, this person is bad if I mention the word KKK. The two don't necessarily always match up. Just like when she says, you know, all KKK members are Republican. No, they're not. Some don't have True. any affiliation.
3: I'm, exactly. Some are Republican and others are unaffiliated.
2: Some are Democrats. Really? Yeah. Guaranteed. You're going to say 100% of all KKK members are are all republicans No,
3: I said some were unaffiliated. Yeah.
2: I, I guarantee you, there's some democrats in there.
3: Really? Yeah.
2: You can prove me wrong, are of course. Are there any black guys? I doubt if there's any black guys. Although, you know what? I can't even say that for tr- for, for sure.
3: Any Jewish people? <laughs>
2: I would say probably not, but I I'm can't a, say... I'm
3: not on her side. I'm just... I'm, I'm not...
2: I'm, I, I can't uh, you're say 100%. You.
3: You're arguing against the person who wrote in, so I'm just saying, oh, well, yeah. well, here's what she meant. I yeah.
2: 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. Don't forget, you have a few more minutes if you want to get these final pair of tickets we're giving away this morning. Nate Shellman will have another pair of Bronco tickets this afternoon. You've got 10 more minutes. Text the word Broncos to 208-336-3700, and you could get chosen as our winner of the tickets this hour.
0: Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the listen live button.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
2: 854 208 336 3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Don't forget, uh, if you're going to text right now, we're just taking texts. It's a little hard to go through if you're trying to text us because uh, we have so many people trying to get those Bronco tickets. So uh, instead of texting, you might want to email us. And coming up after 9 o'clock, we're not done with our winning today. We have Jason Moran's tickets coming up after 9 o'clock, and we'll tell you how you can win those uh, on the way in just a few minutes. Uh, more emails uh, this morning for you. Uh, Mark writes in, can we just agree that KKK members are repulsive? Okay. I'm, I'm all for that. Let's do that. If, if, you're, if you don't agree with Mark, uh, go ahead and give us a call. Uh, CJ writes in, While both sides have their dirt bags. Democrats draws them in. Klan members were, in fact, and by and large, Democrats. I point to Senator Robert uh, Carlyle Byrd. Who was a Klan uh, grandmaster in his day, for example. For a more modern example, which party right now might I ask demands we judge people by the skin color instead of their actions? Which party always looks at things through uh, that lens of race? Joe, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. Biden is not a Republican. It's from CJ.
3: So to look at something from the white point of view, judging black people is different than looking at from the black point of view, judging black people. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: It's, it, I mean, it's basically black and white.
3: Uh
2: now, there no name on this email, Mike at KBY.com, says, Rhino doesn't mean you are not conservative enough. I could care less if a person identifies as conservative, moderate, moderate, or liberal. What I do care about is do you claim to be conservative when running or making public statements, and then when you're out of the public eye, you vote to take away freedoms from your constituents and empower the government instead. In other words, rhinos are deceptive hypocrites at best and outright liars and deceitfully evil at worst. Once again, I and I'll say this, who gets to decide? Is it you who gets to decide that?
3: Well, nobody gets to decide, it's just your opinion.
2: Yeah, I, I, that and that's what I'm saying, it's just your opinion. That's why uh, I kind of I agree with you on the fact that I don't care what your label is. You know, when you say, oh, but I mean, calling somebody a rhino is, is used as a, detriment, a detrimental thing. It isn't like, oh, look, he's the best rhino ever. It, it's used to slam them. Who gets to be the judge of you? That's why I say if you're not Republican enough to say, hey, you're a rhino. Who gets to be that judge and arbiter? It's just an opinion.
3: And how come dino never caught on? It's
2: a good question. I've used it before, but it hasn't caught on anywhere near uh, what Rhino has. I mean, and
3: there's like the Constitution Party. You're not kino enough for me. <laughs> I'm what?
2: Well, that, that really doesn't have a good ring. A dino and Rhino, they'll have a. Uh,
3: Libertarians. Pretty ah, good. Ah, he's ring. a lino.
2: <laughs> pretty good ring to it. 208 336, 3700 pounds 670 in your Verizon Wireless. If you want to weigh in, uh, you can do that. We've got a uh, break for news coming up here at the top of the hour, giving an update right now. Now it's up to 18 people, 13 injured in the mass shooting. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that as the day goes on, also.
0: For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, play 670 KBOI.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI. Nine twenty one two oh eight three three six thirty
2: seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Uh text message in says the gag order that Trump is under is not too broad. It's very specific to individuals who are within the court. Trump is a known liar. He's lied multiple times while being president, campaign trail, and during his trials. I can totally see why the judge doesn't think he Trump isn't credible. Um I, I don't think you understand what the ACLU means when they uh said that it's too broad um, broad doesn't refer to a space like within the court or members within the court um, broad means that it's not specific enough to allow him freedom of speech which by the way i will also point out to you um, lying is not against the law in most circumstances now, well, you, you can't lie
3: under oath under
2: oath yeah things like to that the,
3: to the fbi uh that congress like that. yeah,
2: yeah. Um lying on the campaign trail, lying while being president lying while being a politician none of that it
3: 's really only perjury if, if it is a, against the law if it 's official or in court
2: yeah so i mean you you do have the first amendment light right to lie if if you so want you have the protection against i i 'm not saying that there isn't ramifications, but you are protected against the government doing anything against you just because you lied. Unless like we just said, you're under oath or lying to the FBI or anything like that. John in Baker city, uh, listening online this morning. Good morning. You're on news talk. KBOI. Good
8: morning, folks. Uh, in re- reference to the Sydney Powell thing, you guys seem to be missing the point. That they're not after Sydney Powell. They never were. They just using her as a stepping stone to get the man who did it all, Trump. Just like it's just like any racketeering scheme, they start at the bottom, they work their way up, and then they get these guys to flip on the boss. And pretty soon, the boss is going to jail. <laughs>
2: How how many people have ever been found guilty of a uh, the RICO statute in America? I don't know if that's the issue. Well, that's that's the charge. That's that's what this charge the charges well, in the yeah, case against it, Trump. But
8: there's but there's there's four there's three other indictments. No,
2: there's, there's not. Get them out of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> You don't you, know, you laugh. John, John. John.
8: You, you laugh. Uh, your, your hero
2: is going down. Your hero is going down. John, I, I'm not laughing at, at Trump. I'm laughing at you, specifically. Oh, I know you are. Yeah. I know. You think I'm Trump, a nut. Yeah, well, well, when you sit there and obvious state, state obvious lies that anybody could look up on the Internet, that's why I laugh. Trump has 300 charges. No, he doesn't have 300 charges. It's bad enough the number of charges that he actually has, but you don't have to embellish the 91 charges by saying, he's
1: got 300 charges! Oh my God!
2: There's 91 charges, that's bad enough. Why do you have to embellish another 200 charges plus on top of it? That's what I'm laughing at. Your hatred of Trump boils over so bad that you feel you have to lie about it. But I appreciate you listening and I appreciate the call.
3: Steve in Mountain Home writes in, he says the only time you can tell the difference between Democrats and Republicans is when they're running for office. Republicans tell you they're going to spend less money. Democrats don't. After they're elected, neither spend less money. It's <laughs> not
2: wrong. Uh Gordon, Council, good morning. You're listening on ninety-three point one FM. Uh you're on Newstalk KBUI. Good morning to you. <coughs>
9: Howdy, fellas! Nice to be here. I, I I appreciated that gentleman that wrote in saying that he suggested some good ways of saving money. Uh, I encourage him to do that again soon. Uh, the first first suggestion was to what do you call it, rescind, take back those tax cuts—the famous 2017 Trump tax cuts.
2: Well, he said he um, said the Bush tax tax cuts and the Trump tax cuts.
9: You you are right on the point. Yes, yes. And and you and you commented, in a sense, it sounded like, well, don't worry, those are going to sunset pretty soon. And actually, it's just the middle class income tax breaks that are going to sunset. The corporate tax breaks are going to continue. So I wanted to, you should, yeah, cor- I don't think you should corp- apologize.
2: Corporate tax, you're right. Corporate uh, tax breaks um, were made permanent. Um, however, it's just not—it's not just the rich, uh, rich, tax breaks. It's everybody's tax breaks will expire on December 31st of 2025. They'll revert to the pre-TCGAA levels.
9: Yes, yours and mine will, but not the rich guys.
2: Yeah, there, there's there's also goes away too, unless well, it's guess, corporate, corporate corporate taxes corporate, stay the same. Everybody's corporate. yeah, corporate and no, individual corporate taxes are two same. completely different things.
9: Okay, well, I would like to see those. Uh, corporate tax breaks, like you, like that fellow who wrote in. I I'm you want to again, see the corporate
2: like tax see... breaks go away?
9: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. You. Yeah, that's fair. Thank you.
2: Thanks for the call, Gordon. Appreciate it. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to weigh in, please feel free. We'll take a break here. News coming up next. Don't forget, continue to text I Love Jason if you want those Jason Mraz tickets. Uh, be here next August. Tickets go on sale tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., but you could be one of the first to have your very own pair of tickets. You've got about 25 more minutes to get your text in.
1: Broadcasting from the Empire Tidal Studios, we are our News Talk KBOI.
2: 934-208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to email us, email chris at kboi.com or mike at kboi.com little harder to get through on text uh, right now. Not, not that text line get busy or anything like that. Harder to keep an eye on it because we have so many people trying to win those Jason Morales tickets. We're going to give those away coming up here sometime within the next 25 minutes. Text I love Jason. That's all you got to do to 208-336-3700. Tickets go on sale tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. The tickets are for next August. August 3rd, Ford Idaho Center. It'll be his first visit to Boise uh, by then next year. Seven years. I think i remember the last time he was here um we did a uh private concert with him at the station i previously worked at at a pizza joint mm-hmm. and about a uh, hundred and fifty people showed up for it
3: that's not even all that private no so um
2: now granted we gave away tickets um there is no way i mean he's a big enough star now there is no way in the world it's like uh getting you getting to go to dinner with Taylor Swift? You think you mm-hmm. if Taylor Swift came to town, she'd go. Chris, would you and your wife like to come to uh, dinner nah, with us she, again?
3: She was 16 and nobody knew who she was at the time. Now it's quite a bit different. I was. I'd have just as much luck getting Travis Kelsey to go to dinner with.
2: Her. I was uh, pretty stupid at the time and uh, got offered. Hey, uh, we're going to take this uh, new artist. Her name's Taylor Swift. Out for lunch. Uh, do you go on? Go with us. <laughs> Who the hell is Taylor? No, I don't want to waste my time going out with somebody named Taylor. Sixteen years? No, no.
3: Now I on the maybe other hand, one of the
2: stupidest moves I've uh, made in my radio. Career. I on
3: the other hand uh, said, "Oh, dinner? Yeah, let's go."
2: <laughs> uh, a couple of emails to. I mean, they uh, hadn't
3: even told me who was coming yet.
2: <laughs> get to this morning uh, for Mark. Uh, no name on this it says this is for mark i know it's an inconvenient truth but the facts are the tax cuts in the trump administration did not reduce revenue to the treasury year over year income to the u.s treasury has continued to increase over the last 10 years except in 2020 during the COVID shutdown what's really interesting is that at this time over the last several quarters tax revenues have been falling significantly you can't tax your way to prosperity Mark, you have to look at history and study some economics and realize that the best way to increase revenue to the government is through a growing and profitable private sector.
3: Let's see, John writes in, he says, Mike Johnson of Louisiana, who finally won the speaker's job, is exactly the kind of guy you'd expect to come up to the top. He is a right-wing anti-abortion activist who gets along with his colleagues And who has items in his resume that won Trump's heart, including supporting Trump's claim of the fixed election. A former radio talk show host, didn't know that, who helped lead the Republicans' battle to overturn the election results. What could be more perfect? Actually, Casper would be a better Speaker of the House.
2: Well, they didn't even ask you. John, I accept your nomination
3: day late and a dollar short. I'd
2: like to thank all the little people who had made this possible for me to be this. Oh, no, this is went. not
3: true. We're much more than a dollar short. <laughs> uh, let's see. Tim says, Casper, where are you getting? It would be unconstitutional to make someone pay Social Security if they don't benefit from it. You are making things up again. No, I'm not. Uh, he probably means that Social Security in and of itself is not actually mentioned in the Constitution. No, it's not. But there are a lot of things that aren't mentioned in the Constitution, but there are provisions in the constitution that you can elect to have certain things happen. The word freedom
2: is never mentioned in the constitution. Hmm. I learned that, uh, in the, uh, um, movie about what was her, uh, the Supreme court justice
3: liberties in it though. right? The,
2: uh, I think Liberty is, um, yeah. Supreme court justice. Like so I can't remember. Getzberg. Um, she was arguing in front of uh, RBG. Yeah, the Supreme Court, and uh, that was one of the points she brought up. It's like freedom is never mentioned in the Constitution.
3: Let's see. Joe says, your Medicare premium is based on income and for rich people is elevated and reduces Social Security. And let's see what now, one thing
2: here's one thing that I would say uh, about Social Security that I think they could easily do. And I don't even think rich people or people that are are making this much money would push back on. And this is something that at points in my life uh, I have benefited from. And that is if you make a certain amount of money, you no longer have to pay beyond that point into Social Security, which makes no sense to me. Uh, I think the level this year is somewhere around $160,000. So as, you, as soon as you get to that point that you've made $160,000, no more of your money is above $160,000 is taken out of your paycheck anymore.
3: So if you happen to do really well one year and make $100 million, mm-hmm. um, still it you're only paying Social Security yeah. on 160000 right. of it. Um, now, I, I agree that the Social Security Administration would have more to work with if that were not the case
2: they would have a lot more to work with
3: I mean even if you want to shut it
2: off say say at some point you you do want to shut it off I, which I still don't understand um and say all right if you make more than five million dollars say ask, once, you're, once you reach five million you don't have to pay I, I don't understand that either but okay but, Ask me again when I get up over once <laughs> see now I and I have come to that point and it it changes every year mm. it changes every year about the level um, uh, where that gets cut off I mean you go back 20 years that level was only about Eighty or ninety thousand dollars. Um, I, I just don't understand that that point where people making less that have to pay the full amount, people making f- more than that don't have to. I think that would be a really quick way, and I, I really don't think that there would be a lot of pushback, even from rich people, right? That that would say, yeah, it's probably not fair that I don't after I make one hundred and sixty thousand dollars, even though I made ten million last year. And I don't have to pay any more into it. Always social security. It, it always
3: seems though that whenever somebody bets that there won't be pushback from rich people, they're wrong about that.
1: Now,
2: some would push back, obviously. Uh, Rob in Nampa, listening on uh, six seventy a.m. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI.
4: Yeah. Good morning. I'm calling, and the gut. There was a gentleman on there talking about uh, raising corporate taxes or doing away with the corporate tax break. I don't think that most people realize that a lot of your small businesses out there are actually corporations. Small businesses don't have retirement plans. We don't have um, pensions. And they have a thing called a a self-employment retirement plan. And if you're an S-Corp, it allows you to invest more money or put more money away for retirement. Mm -hmm. I work anywhere from 12 to 16-hour days, and I've been doing it for 18 years, sometimes six days a week and sometimes even a little bit on Sunday and I'm in a corporation. I just don't understand some of these people. I mean, how much of my money do you want to take? Yeah, no, you work eight out. Some, someone works eight hours a day working for a company and they see somebody else that, that is successful and has nice things and lives a nice life. But what they don't see is the fact that I worked twice as many hours. I took the risk, I invested my money, put my life on the line, not my life, but everything that I owned on the line to to start this business. And there's no guarantee that my business is gonna survive tomorrow or the next recession or whatever. Uh, There should be a reward for my risk. And, And if I were rich and made $10 million a year and employed, I don't know, say, Three or 400 people, you raise my taxes, where, where do you think that money is going to come from? It's going to come from the raise for my employees. It's going to come from the benefits of my employees. If I put my my butt on the line, my money on the line, no, that's not right. People I, that take I those 100% grants,
2: agree with you. But pro, Here's here's the problem, Rob. It's easy to demonize corporations owned by these rich people, I'll use an example, Jeff Bezos or whatever, and put an ugly stain on those people and say, oh, those are evil. They make more money than they deserve to make, and we need to make sure that they're not getting a a break on taxes while forgetting that there are very few of those type of people and uh, lots, lots more people who are just like you trying to get by day-to-day and you fall under the same rules that those evil, horrible people that make way too much money are getting tax breaks, and it's easy to you know, it's easy to put a stain on on who those people are, while you're lumping everybody like you and other people just like you all together.
4: Why why is it evil to make that much money?
2: I don't think it is, but you, you have people that say it is. I'm I'm not saying it is, but you you hear it every day. I mean, good grief! I've seen people say it is unChristian to have multi multimillionaires, and it's like, why is that not Christian? What does Christianity have to do with people being rich? It's gotten to the point where if you have money these days, that you're demonized because you shouldn't well, have that. You shouldn't have that yeah. much money.
4: Envy's a sin too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, it is. Thank you for the call, Bob. Those are some uh, great points. Appreciate it.
3: Well, demonizing rich people only recently started at the beginning of time.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, Speaking in terms of like Jurassic Park. No
2: no name on this one says, I finally disagreed with you. One million is enough taxes paid. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, uh, another message. This one on uh, gets me on. Facebook, Chuck writes in, Hitler used radio, therefore all radio people must be Nazis, right?
3: Hitler Hitler (sighs) used the toilet, too. Bad news for you. Oh,
2: man. Everybody, oh, that's right. Everybody who uses the toilet is also a Nazi. He owned dogs. Everybody who owns a dog is Nazi. His his dogs
3: kind of liked him, too, as a matter of fact. 208-336-3700,
2: 208-336-3700, pound 670 you know, on your Verizon wireless. That was
3: mostly because he fed them, on. We,
2: sure. uh, we'll take a break. Final chance, final segment to get through if you want to weigh in. Uh, go ahead. We got our phone lines open. Don't forget, final few minutes. You got about, uh, 12 minutes. Text, I love Jason, 208-336-3700. If you want Jason Mraz tickets, go on sale tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. Casper and Chris win them before you can buy them. Forty-nine two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred 208 670 on your Verizon wireless. Once again, final few minutes to get your Jason Mraz tickets. I love Jason. That's all you got to do. 208 336 Bob, listening in star this morning on 93.1 FM. Great signal on 93.1 there. Uh, Bob, thanks for listening. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI.
8: Good morning, and thank you for having me on. Um, I'm replying to um, one of the gentlemen... I uh, had a great question about why Social Security cuts off at 160000 And my uh, uh, reply to that is just that Social Security was set up by the government to protect people who failed the plan so that we wouldn't have people who are too old uh, to work that didn't have any money at all. And so uh, it's sort of a forced retirement plan. That was the idea. It's really a Ponzi scheme. But um, the idea was a forced retirement plan. And uh, I think that the 160000 cutoff is saying that once you're at 160, dollars you, you know, you've paid every penny up to that point, and you should get your money out in returns later, but once you're at that point, that you don't need Social Security. Does that make sense?
2: Um, kind of. I guess maybe where I'm failing, it's like once you make $160,000, you don't need Social Security Um so you don't need okay. social security but your your the social security is designed to have people paying in so okay. that people are uh, currently right now can get their social security and it started out with what was it chris like 8 to 10 people would pay in for every person
4: mm-hmm. who
2: receives Social Security. We're now down to about for every two people who pay in. I'm trying um,
3: to I'm trying to remember what Mister Ponzi set it up.
2: As. <laughs> now every two people uh, who are paying in for one person uh, getting it. So I, to me, it just seems like why would you put a cap uh, on paying into Social Security when we have heard from various governmental sources that we're going to have a problem paying everybody the full amount. Coming up as early as uh, twenty thirty three, that that's what right. the, the part I don't understand.
8: Yeah, I, I I see your point. So there's two separate things. There's first of all, is the idea that if what it was ideally set up to be, which is that it you know for people up to a certain point, we're going to just make sure you have something when you mm. when you're old, too old to work. That's what we're doing here. We're just making sure that you pay in and then you get your returns. But your problem is uh, that you're addressing is now that we have realized that it's just the Ponzi scheme, how do we get out of it? And uh, what you're saying is that people who make more have to, pay, have to keep paying more in, even though they don't need the government to hold their hand after that point. And, um, you know, it's, it's not fair. It's, uh, not the job of government to continue to force you into retirement programs when the whole objective was to save people who failed to plan, who failed to make enough money. Uh, when you're already clearly making very adequate funds to be able to, uh, make it on your own. Uh, I think that's the idea. So, You're right. There is a real problem with the insolvency of Social Security, but that's because it was set up as a Ponzi scheme. And now the demographics of the population and failure to reproduce people who are not living off the government but producing uh, into society is creating this uh, upside down situation with Social Security.
3: Thank you for the call, Bob. Appreciate it. Jeff Meridian says, if you think it's only fair to pay taxes, if you yourself get the direct benefit from them and that you shouldn't have to pay if it only benefits the less fortunate, you should for sure join the Republican Party.
2: (laughs) Um, Another email in says, how is it possible that uh, Mike Johnson has been in office for four terms and never pissed anyone off? Is he easily manipulated, wishy-washy, milk toast? I can be a room uh, alone with one person and piss half the people off in there.
3: You know, it's, he's, he's never said anything that people object to necessarily directly to them. However, like, like I said, most of the Democrats don't like him at all because he's, he's anti-abortion and he thinks that uh, anybody who provides an abortion, even you know, in a life-saving measure, should be sentenced to hard labor. He has said that. He's he's very much to the right on most everything he uh, believes in, and the people on the left, it might not piss him off, but they don't agree with him, definitely. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Jan says, uh, Good morning. Listening to Mr. Trump is like watching an old Jerry Springer episode. It seems scripted and an avenue for campaigning. A scary thought for me, Mr. Trump is calling the shots for our House of Representatives.
2: Not really, but... 208-336-3700. That is our, uh, once again, text line final few minutes to get in. If you want those Jason Moraz tickets, we'll give you two more minutes to do that. Uh, this really was a show where we could have done uh, another few hours uh, on the show this morning. Some of the things we didn't get at. I'm willing uh, to let you. Hope to bring up tomorrow. Not me. Um, according to sources, Israel is planning to use chemical weapons in their war with Hamas. And it is under the U.S. Army supervision. I want to talk a little bit about that tomorrow morning. Hopefully get a chance to do that. Get your thoughts on that and a whole lot more. Don't forget, tomorrow morning is Open Phones Friday. We will also have one final chance to get your Boise State tickets for the Wyoming game on Saturday. That's all tomorrow morning beginning at 6 a.m.